West Country Track Records on Radio X with Stephen Scone, the number one law firm for business. Hello and welcome to West Country Track Records on Radio X. We're made in Devon all day, every day, and like many things, people and organisations, we're proud to be part of the best place in the world, the South West. I'm Paul Nero, and over the next few weeks, we're going to be finding out more about some of the region's success stories in food and in industry, in sport and in business, the people behind them and what makes them tick. And tap their feet as well, perhaps, the music as well as their stories. Today, it's all about sausages with Charles Bourne from Westerways. Charles, before we talk about sausages, tell me something about the Beatles for you. Well, I mean, I I grew up in the 60s and um, probably the current listeners think that the Beatles was a folk uh, group, but uh, they're hugely evocative and, uh, you know, I think their music stands up today. They've got some great tracks and back in the USSR just pumps up the volume it did it, it, it's a great tune it's full of vibrancy and life now any meat eater in the southwest Charles <laughs> is going to have sampled your products at some point and I hope over the next hour even the veggies might enjoy what we're about to talk mm. about so the history of the company goes back to 1898 what do we know about the history well it's it goes right way back to my grandfather who um, was a sign writer in Essex and he saw these guys selling meat in a market whilst he was painting the pier and he thought Oh, they seem to be taking a lot of money. I'm going to have a go at that. And so he, he set up a stall. And this became, is where? Where is this? This here? is in Essex. Right. And um, he, he developed, and I've got a huge range of photographs back from that era. And they just looking back at them, it, it really brings it all alive. And I think some of the things he did way back then, you know, in the, in the early uh, 20th century stand up today. And you knew your grandfather? I didn't. I never ever met him. Um, my uncles who took over the business, I, I knew them. And they actually sold the business on in the mid 60s. So um, I never had any direct involvement with the business. And so when an opportunity came for me to get back into sausages or to get into sausages, it just felt like something in my DNA. And I felt very at home immediately. I'd like to then come back to how you, how you got in and how you mm. looked at pork and sausages at that time. You're clearly a country western. Is it country? Or is it country and western? How do you say it? Country and western, yes. I mean, I, I like uh, the American genre. You know, I, I was very lucky. I've been this summer, I was down in, in Nashville um, and then, then over to Memphis for a bit of blues as well. And so, yes, but that type of music has always been influential to me. with Charles Bourne from Westerways Sausages. Tell me about the move then, Charles. How did it come around that you were able to buy back into the business that your grandfather owned? Um, I've been working um, in London, in actual fact, for a number of years. And then I'd always wanted to return to Devon. I grew up in the Modbury area. And I just love the West Country. I love everything about it. It's diversity. And so an opportunity came up to to work in the West Country. And um, I was working with a group of um, private equity investors, and we were actually doing um, a turnaround on on a local tile company. And uh, I was the operations guy. And whilst I was down here, um, it was suggested that I might help uh, a sausage company that was, you know, experiencing some 
some issues. And um, I, I like what I saw. And so, was this coincidental? Then it happened to be the business that your father owned, or was it a different business? It, it was a different business. Okay. Um, it was a tiny little business, uh, being set up um, by a gentleman called Dennis Westaway, whose whose name we we still have today. And um, it was ostensibly run in a lock-up garage, uh, using about twenty-five pigs a week. And um, I, I worked with a, a local butcher from Exeter. And together, we, we grew the company substantially. And, um, and then came an opportunity for me to buy th- those shares. And so in 2008, I was the proud owner of Westerway Sausages. The link back to your grandfather in 1898, yep. then. So sausages has always been in my blood. And I love sausages. My father has loved sausages. My grandfather loved sausages. So the Bourne family have been making sausages for over 100 years. And so I really felt it was in my blood, even though I had not actually been making sausages when I left school. So there is a bit of a coincidence there. Then. And then when you got back down here, a business opportunity came up in sausages. Yes. And, and so here we are. Um, um, making sausages and thoroughly enjoying making sausages as well. Your third track, Judas Priest. Tell me something about the heavy rocker in you. <laughs> well, um, I, I had a, an opportunity. It came through a, a website. No, it came through a Facebook inquiry. And this gentleman came on from Tokyo saying, um, I'd, I'd like to know more about Westerway Sausages. So I, I responded to this Facebook inquiry. And ten days later, there he was, sat in my office in Newton Abbott, wanting to talk about how we could launch Westerways in Japan. And so the, the Japanese are, are just, I think, um, enigmatic. They're a law unto themselves. They, they do things in their own particular way, and I love that. I, I relish that. And Judas Priest... Um, Unleashed in the East, I think was was a great album. It's uh, and it's I think could be a soundtrack for for Westerways as Westerways goes east away, but um, also we've got a few heavy rockers in our in our workforce, and they quite often we'll hear ACDC banging out, and uh, and I love it. <laughs> It's West Country Track Records on Radio X. And Charles Bourne from Westerways Sausages. So, Charles, you were expanding in the East and in Japan. Do sausages work in Japan? We are having problems in Japan, I'll be honest with you. Um, the we, we do work a lot in, in the Asian markets, um, and it is about finding correct partners, and I don't think we've got the correct partner in Japan yet. There's undoubtedly an opportunity there. We're in good growth in places like Hong Kong, and more recently, up the Pearl River in Macau, places like Singapore, um, looking at South Korea as well. But the heart of it is back here in Devon and in Newton Abbott in particular. Tell us about the operation. Um, do you have pigs running around? Is there a farm connected or is it a processing plant? We are a processing plant. We, we just use pork in it. We, we make pork products. So we make sausages, we make meatballs, we make burgers, we make... Uh, Hogs pudding. Uh, we're launching into black pudding and various other uh, items on, on the pudding type front, but um, we're a pork only products place. So I, I guess if you've got a successful business, many people might think we'd expand in the type of product we do. We're in the food business, so let's expand into beef or chicken or some other kind of animal. You've actually decided the expansion is within a core product 
but internationally. How, why did you make that decision? Um, we could see that um, retail was quite competitive. Um, so we, we operate in food service and also um, in wholesale markets and also as ingredient suppliers. So we like to have not just one leg on our table, but four legs on our table. And we think that gives us stability. And exports actually provide a great, if you like, a fifth leg on our table. Um, and also, it, it's hugely exciting working with different cultures, um, learning more about products and and way that different cultures work and, and how you can actually put across certain value added or points of, of adding value to the products. So, for example, um, people might want about know more about, you know, your carbon footprint or your packaging or um, the sustainability of your operation. And I think exports enables you to, to really focus on things like that and to know more about your supply chain. And I, I, and I see that all as, as very healthy things for any company, actually. I'd like to come back to that and sustainability, uh, particularly with animals, which mm. uh, can be controversial in many parts. Mm. First, tell me about the Style Council. Well, the Style Council are, are I mean, I'm, I'm a great Weller fan and, again, comes back to the 60s, 70s. Um, are you are you a jam fan or a style council fan? Well, there's certain iconic tracks from 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 the jam, um, which just really float my boat, if you like. But um, I like virtually everything from the style council. I was asking you if you were a style council or jam fan, and, and I think you said anything to do with Paul Weller, really. So you wouldn't be going to a concert with in the jam, you know, just the two people <laughs> without Paul Weller. No, I wouldn't, no. We talked about sustainability, Charles, and one of the popular things, or one of the common sayings is uh, eventually you'll find out what sausages are made of. Well, your sausages, without being too commercial here, mm. they're not all the bad bits of the animal just sort of thrown in and, and packaged away. No, um... And one of the things actually I've learned, particularly from my work in Asia, is that, you know, the Asians actually value some of the bits of the pork that we don't value. And so things like snouts and ears and tails and large ends and soft bones all have huge value over there, whereas they're not so valued in the UK market. So as a result of internationalising this local business, you're able to use the whole animal? No. Uh, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that um, what we need to really focus on in the, in the UK and in our agricultural industry is finding the correct markets to sell the correct products to. In making sausages, we tend to like to use the front end of the pig, so the shoulder, shoulder trim, that type of area makes the best sausages. And by actually finding a useful home for the other bits, then we can achieve what's called carcass balance and so get the maximum value out of a pig carcass. Do you find customers are becoming more interested in their food? Without doubt, without doubt. They want to know the full story. They like the story behind a brand. Um, they, they like to know the people that make the sausages or, or make the products. And um, one of the things that I passionately believe in is to actually be on the frying pan, sampling myself, whether it's at Devon County show or any other agricultural show, and 
and I think people are actually quite surprised and actually pleased to say, wow, he's the main guy. He's actually on the frying pan listening to the feedback. And I think that's really important. What element does the West Country bring into your business? You're based here at Newton Abbey. You are, mm. are at things like the County Show and the Exeter Festival of Southwest Food mm. and Drink. Does the Southwest infuse everything you do or is it it's just where you are? Neither here nor there. I think provenance is, is very, very important. Uh, people want to know, want to position you. It's as important as heritage, and we've talked a bit about my grandfather. And so heritage and provenance go hand in hand. But one of the things that makes us totally stand out is when I'm selling in a very grey Asian city, so I'm in Shanghai or somewhere like that, and the smog and all the rest of it, and I show them a picture of the view from the top of Holden Hill heading west. They think it's been photoshopped. They cannot believe that we live in such a beautiful part of the world, you know, green fields, blue skies, on a good day. Um, but, you know, we have that wonderful scenery here. And I think that we can sell the West Country and West Country food and drink to the world. The Grant Garland Trio on Radio X. Charlie doesn't play here anymore. Charles, tell me something about that song and that band. Never heard of them. Well, um, I met these guys in, in, in Nashville uh, this summer. Um, and uh, really nice, uh, you know, rhythmic uh, guitar playing. Um, They're in Nashville. Are, are they Devon-based, though? No, no, no. Funnily enough, uh, this is the, it's a small world out there. Very, very um, southern states. They, they, they play in um, all of the big honky-tonks uh, throughout Nashville um, and, and over into um, New Orleans and uh, Memphis. But the, the bass player actually comes oh, well his mother comes from Plimpton and she likes our hogs pudding so there was this idiosyncrasy of being in the <laughs> in y'all uh, drinking um, whiskey and all the rest of it and um, talking about hogs pudding in Nashville so uh, uh, you know what I can't believe it sometimes you know the, the coincidences that happen as you travel around the world is amazing and you are traveling around the world so clearly Westerways is bringing parts of Devon to Nashville and Japan it can't always be easy you're totally right um, you know the newspapers is full about business success stories and I, I read a fantastic statistic um, 16,000 food and drink businesses are set up in the UK every year only 1,000 of those are still there after years two and three. So, you know, it isn't a path to riches, and there are many issues along the way. You know, one of the biggest things starting out is, is how's the money going to hang there? You know, is there enough money for the business and for your family? You know, the number of days that I didn't pay myself because the business had to come first. And then you start thinking, well, do I have to make changes at home? And I think that is something that's um, glossed over and sometimes in, in the rush of life. And in this country, of course, I, people tend to think that the boss is the rich guy. Um, in the States, they're much more accommodating of people who, who be, do become successful. When things get hard here, have you had to, I don't know, make some redundancies from time to time? Any of those kind of decisions or have you always had a plan and you know what's going to happen and it all runs smoothly? I've always had a plan. I've had to change the plan. <laughs> um, and, and certainly um, I've had to make difficult decisions with regard to staff. And I think those are the most difficult decisions. And occasionally you've had to make some, some, some 
some very very hard decisions and i and you know i can think of those they're very relevant and true to me now i i hate losing good members of staff but sometimes you have to actually make that decision and um uh, luckily, we've got through those days now, um, and we, we're, we're secure. We're, we're running a, a very sound business, and we're looking. You know, we've got ex- exciting plans for the future. But we wouldn't be thinking about the future if we hadn't taken those hard steps in the past, and they're not easy. It's West Country track records, and we're with Charles Bourne from Westerways Sausages. So, Bob Dylan. Brings you back to your family life, I guess, and I'll be your baby tonight. Yes, I mean this is a it's a it's a song that um, uh, was there in the background uh, when my wife and I were, you know, first starting our family and getting going. And songs take you back, and and they they take you back in in a really nice way. I think they give they reflect the ambience of what was happening to you at that time, and. Um, the I can visualise this song as I as I'm sat in the car or whatever listening to the tracks. Uh, you know, uh, I, I use an iPod and I'm uh, or a generic MP3 player, and I connect it into my car and I do a lot of travelling. And it, it, you know, I think sometimes bringing those songs back from the past helps helps remind you of of, of the the path you've been on. Running a business and running a young family can't be easy. How do you balance the two? My family are not quite so young now, um, but I can remember, you know, frenetic calls. Who's picking up the children? You haven't picked up the children. Or, um, you know, uh, well, what's going to happen to such and such? And, well, I've got to do this. All right, OK, well, I'll do this. You do that. And, and you know, particularly in modern life, I think... There are so many things pulling on your day and balancing your family and your work, um, your employees, the people, people, your customers. These are all things that um, present challenges. And if you can really keep them all happy, then I think you give yourself a pat on the back. And you weren't presenting them with sausages every morning, were you? Well, where possible, yes. I mean, we do eat an awful lot of hogs pudding in our household, actually. <laughs> have, have the children followed you into the business? Um my eldest one um, looks after um, wholesalers in the Oxford and east of their area. And my youngest one is actually on a higher uh, engineering apprenticeship with Jaguar Land Rover. So he has 400 robots reporting to him. <laughs> Another of your tracks, Charles. Eugenie Hideaway Bridges. Something that I've not heard before. How do you find these new tracks? I, I, I use things like uh, Spotify, um, I. Uh, but sometimes you know I'll be going along on a on a road trip somewhere, and there'll be something on the radio, and I think, wow, that's memorable. That that's floating my boat. I must make a note of that. And Eugene makes reference in there to Tokyo and Singapore and coming home to Texas. In actual fact, and it, it, I just got an empathy with that type of. You know, travelling but coming home and, uh, you know, Devon's special. 
It's West Country Track Records on Radio X. Charles, is Westerway Sausages not just a processing factory where you look after your pigs and turn them into nice things to eat in Newton Abbott? Are you a sales operation? Are you a, I don't know, a, 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 do you think of yourself as an international business guru? In a nutshell, what is the business? Look, I'll just quickly, we, we don't grow our own pigs, we're a processor. So pigs come into us ready boned out, ready for us, and, and we, we only use fresh pigs from uh, fresh pork from English farms, from British farms. It's, it is a way of life, I think. Um, we, we talk about sausages, we, we, we cook sausages, we eat sausages. We, our life does revolve around sausages, which might sound a bit kind of short-sighted, but we, we love running business as well. And I'm very lucky that I've got a great team of people who, in some strange way, think the same way as me and have a similar outlook on life. And I mentioned about how important heritage was, how important provenance was. But there's also a word that we often use at Westerways, charisma. And charisma is a kind of magic energy that money can't buy. It's actually being prepared to pick up both ends of the stick. So don't always focus on on the immediate result. Think about the long term and how we can build relationships. And I think coming from Devon... And particularly some of the more isolated parts of Devon, we realise that. We know how important it is to always leave doors open, to be engaging, to build long-term relationships, never shut doors in people's faces, and just to be nice, to be civil, to be kind, to be friendly. And it's surprising how much luck you'll have as a result. Charles, this might sound very commercial, but we are a commercial radio station. Just tell us, uh, I want to be entertained by facts. Tell me something about Westerway sausages in facts. Well, we can make up to six miles of sausage an hour, and that's something like half a million sausages a day. So um, if we put that into context, our biggest competitor in China can make about 100 million sausages a day. So we're pretty small fry. Do you like that fry? Sausages fry. But we're big news in sausages in the UK. Ozias, take me to church. Tell me something about this and what it means to you. Well, you know, I, I, it's something that's relatively current um, and probably much played on the radio but uh, I like the certain anthem qualities to the music and and it's just one of the the tracks off my current playlist It's Radio X West Country Track Records I'm Paul Nero we're with Charles Bourne from Westerway Sausages so finally Charles what do you do to relax? I'm a lucky man I've got a border terrier who likes walking I've got Two grown-up boys that I can keep tabs on, or try to keep tabs on. Um, my wife were in transition, should we say, from children leaving home to having a full-time dog. Um, and uh, I enjoy making bread. I enjoy watching sport. I, I sponsor and support a couple of local rugby clubs. And uh, I'm, I'm very... Um, I love sea fishing, actually. Um, I'm a, at the age where I have enough funding available and I try and go fishing in the Pacific at least once a year um, catching uh, big game fish all which return to the sea but um, I I just find that uh, I just love the fresh air the salt um, the 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 kind of big open skies and the, the challenge of fishing for really big fish how much longer will you go on making your sausages gosh what a question what a question 
Yes, I, I, I was thinking back to that Grant Garland trio song, Charlie Doesn't Play Here Anymore. I just wonder whether people might ask the same questions. Yes, I, I'm 60. I've just got my senior rail card. So, um, and you're looking very good on that, <laughs> it, has to be said. So I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the business. Um, my, I have heaps of energy left. I, there are lots of things I want to do. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware, aware that my time is finite. So I have to think carefully. Um, I will always do things that are in the interests of the company and in the interests of the people that work for me. But this is a company that started in 1898 and has a connection to your grandfather. Mm. And here you are at the helm. Uh, you've got one boy who is in the business and one who isn't. Do you wish that your grandchildren will be running Westaway Sausages in 2098? Do you know, I'm asked this a fair bit, and I honestly don't care. I, I, I do believe in heritage and, and those types of things, but I want my children to be happy, fulfilled children um, or grown-ups. And so if that means that they want to run a sports bar in, I don't know, in the Baja Peninsula on the Sea of Cortez where I go fishing, that would suit me pretty nicely. No real aspirations there. West Country Track Records on Radio X with Stephen Scone, the number one law firm for business.